What's up, everybody? They didn't think we would make it this far. We did. Episode 2 of the Pace Cast. My name is Reggie Pace. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Big thanks to everybody listening to episode number one. I got so much great feedback about that. Episode two is Angelica Garcia. Angelica Garcia is releasing her new album, Cha Cha Palace, February 28th on Space Bomb Records. Uh, she has a new video and single out for her song, Guadalupe, that is amazing. Absolutely check that out for sure. Uh, we talk about starting up in Richmond. We're talking about her putting her band together, think, calling it like her version of the Justice League. We talked about a tour that she did in some schools in LA, um, Latin culture, bonding through music, uh, making music in town, and all the amazing stuff. She's uh, quite a talent. She has all kinds of tour dates coming up. You can check her out in New York City, in Philadelphia, DC, North Carolina, uh, Austin, Nebraska, in London, Montreal. You know, you catch her this summer on her summer tour, which has places like Milwaukee, Madison, Minneapolis, Columbus, uh, all over the place, Chicago, Millennium Park. Check her socials for all of the dates. Episode two of the Pacecast featuring Angelica Garcia starts right now. I'm like zoning out. It's so weird, you know, it's like, you know, I don't have a TV in my house and I feel like, I was telling somebody about Bamboo this, like anytime I see a TV now, I'm like, like fish eyes. <laughs> well, we can put, we can put some stuff, you want to oh zone god. out on the TV, with the TV on? Oh my god, could, I don't know. While talking? I don't, I don't know if I'll like answer things. Is it going to be too, is it going to be too much? This is not, too much. this is not a, you got like one of those like PowerPoints, like <laughs> this PowerPoints. Is you want some, uh, some very uh, calming just like, picture just like up there? Stream. Okay, I got you. you want, like some ocean? Some ocean fish. Fish? Oh y- fish? yeah, like like the a fish tank. The fish tank. Yeah, <laughs> I got you. All right, we got Angelica Garcia here for the Pace Cast. Angelica, what is up? Hey, Reggie, what's up? <laughs> How you doing? I'm great. Good. I'm glad you're great. Um, Angelica Garcia is a fantastic musician that does all kinds of stuff all over the city. She has her own projects that you can go and and put on your phones and everywhere else right now, including Karma the Knife and the new record coming out on Space Bomb soon soon enough. You know when it's coming out? Uh, TBD? TBD, but we're looking at uh, top of next year. Next year, 2020. 2020, top Hell of the yeah. decade, y'all. Hell yeah. She also sings backgrounds in the microwaves and in Piranorama. Uh I also follow her to those gigs too, which is always fun. I uh, I remember when the first time I saw you do a show in town, and I was like, "Who is this woman, and why do I have, have I never seen her before?" Because you already <laughs> had a whole show together, as if you had done this a bajillion times. And I was like, "I've never seen her before in my life." So when did you when did you kind of start doing shows in Richmond? Uh I I like I did the thing where I was going to a lot of open mic type stuff and mm-hmm. just kind of playing with different people. Definitely used to go to Carrie Street a lot and just play and try things out um, with different musicians. And um, I think I started actually playing with people regularly, like 2016-ish. Okay. But, um, you know, it was 
all musicians know it's like the the live shows feels like it's always a work in progress like you're always adding things and right. trying new things and mm-hmm. so yeah I'm but I'm excited about my my current setup so yeah your new start your new setup what's your uh live set looking like who's who's playing with you when you do your stuff yeah well I I've been doing a one woman show type thing mm-hmm. for a while uh just because it makes sense for traveling and stuff it, but yeah but um when I do play with the band it's awesome I have a Calvin Brown, mm-hmm. aka Calvin Presents. Um, Josh McCormick plays drums. Uh, John Sizemore on guitar. Pranarama. From Pranarama, yeah. And then uh, Christy actually started playing bass with me too. Oh, that's so sick. That's actually yeah. great. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yes. From Pranarama. So cool. Yeah. From Pranarama. So it's like awesome. Another, a little family bubble. Another family bubble. I love that. I love that. That's my favorite part about being a part of this music scene is seeing a lot of the faces play in different projects. I feel like, um, you know, I've been to a lot of cities and played in a lot of different music scenes and I feel like that's a thing that's not unique, but it's definitely something Richmond does really well in which like different musicians will buy in to your friend's vision, you know? is like oh this is your music okay we're gonna do it exactly how you do it yeah you know and like not try to overdo it yeah don't overdo it and try to like step on or anything like that everyone's really excited i feel like it's a club you know everyone's really excited to to play someone else's stuff and be like oh what's that oh what's that and then everyone's really uh uh what's the word uh supportive supportive yeah Yeah, and (laughs) encouraging you know, like, yeah. yes, go write more songs. Yeah, go do it. Go do it, you know? Yeah, and, I mean, everybody's just so freaking talented and and has their own really interesting voice. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you think about a writer like Calvin and then a writer like Chrissy, and, right. and you know, everybody has such a distinct, awesome voice, and I, I feel like... I felt like putting together my band was like putting together my own Justice League. Yes, that's a good way of feeling. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, this superhero and then this superhero, and it's awesome. Yeah, and because um, it, it's been great, and uh, actually a lot of um, that same spirit and that same mentality of community and and everybody helping each other. That's what helped make this album. Mm. That's why it sounds the way that it does. Uh, what's the album called? I. Haven't decided yet. Haven't announced it yet. Ooh, breaking yeah. news! I don't know what this is. When is this? This might come out for like a million years. You know. Okay. Don't do it. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> don't get in trouble because it's of me. okay. No, <laughs> I think I could tell you. No, you tell me off mic. Okay. All right. You will know. You'll know eventually. Very it's not called. You will soon. know. It's not called. You will know. But no. you will know eventually. And uh, uh, how many records is that for you? that you've put that are that are all the way done uh well this is my second for me solo okay i actually also recorded a um a rock duo album with russell and it's a band called chuck what and uh that is done oh nice yeah it was junior wolf but now it's not we had to change it okay but so yeah so that's done and that's awesome and I'm excited for that too, and then uh, yeah, and then I've appeared on people cameos. Albums. Yeah, cameos, <laughs> definitely. Pranorama, uh huh, singing on there. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm sure there are some other cameos that I'm just not thinking of. Yeah, okay. 
You don't have to uh, run down your whole uh, history. You just thought like when the I ones was you... twelve. I think I was yeah. in the, of the play once. There may have been someone with a VHS cam out there. Yeah. So if you can find that on YouTube, nineteen ninety nine. Oh my god. <laughs> so cool. So I, uh, the music is very cool. I think your music has a very interesting uh, um, aesthetic to it. It's like very hard to decide what to generically call it genre-wise, which I really <laughs> like. Because yeah. genre, to me, doesn't really uh, help anybody except for people trying to put put a record in the store. Oh, Marbles is coming to say hi. Hi, Marbles. Hi, Marbles. Nice. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> <laughs> so Marbles came to say yeah, hi. Yeah, it's weird. It's like, I mean, I know this is probably just another stupid musician perspective Please. but is it doesn't it feel like genre sometimes they're just like hey here's a way to stereotype this it really does <laughs> it, it really does it, it in like, in a, the most uh in a way that doesn't help anybody it doesn't help the people who are looking for the music at all well i i feel like i mean whatever i mean uh, you think it I'm does sure, well no i mean i'm sure there are certain bands and things where like you know people that are a little more like purists Mm -hmm. that commit to a certain style or commit sure. to a thing where that would probably work but like when you're when you're just trying things it's like i feel like the thing that helps me honestly describe my music the most is using adjectives mm -hmm. so i'll say like okay like um think like video game nightclub mm -hmm. of doom video game nightclub of doom i like that song yeah okay yeah but, or like adjective nouns you know whatever just you, being more open with visuals when you talk about music totally um and just that that really helps and uh the sounds themselves have like become a thing that like doesn't define genres the way they used to you know like you have some some big guitars on the record and you also have some big drums and there's also kind of like a poppy element to it you know yeah. and there's also a very much like um like sul sultry like songstress like ah like check th <laughs> check this shit out kind of vibe that you put on a stage you know just like this uh, is it i mean this is that this is what i'm doing here and you will you will accept it you yeah. know like kind of yeah. vibe that i really really like in the music so yeah. i'm excited to hear to hear the whole record it's funny I've, i feel like i've played shows before where it's like um you know some places it's just like right away it's like uh oh awesome you know and then some mm -hmm. places like i feel like i play in and I feel like I'm watching the audience trying to figure out what I'm doing. Yeah. Instead like, of just like listening to the music, mm -hmm. it's like, what's going on? Mm -hmm. What is this? What kind of music is this? What's yeah. This? I need to know if I can like this or not. Someone yeah, explain it to me. Yeah. And then it's like, well, just enjoy it or just yeah. listen to it. Just listen then, to it. Yeah. And uh, don't worry about what it is until later. Yeah. You know, that's you, definitely true. You could decide what it is later. Yeah. Um, that's, that's such a weird musician phenomenon where we're like real, we're real concerned about how people are perceiving the music. <laughs> it's like, are you, are you hearing it right? You know, if you were hearing it right, you would like it. That's all I'm trying to say. You know, it, so that, that's just like how it goes, I think. So, um, what else do I want to talk to you about? Oh, uh, so you had the, little, the West Coast tour. We have a couple of West Coast, uh, runs you've just done recently. And were you, uh, you were, uh, supporting someone on one of those tours or were you just by yourself? Uh, I was actually, um, the ones that I've gone on, I went by myself. Mm -hmm. Uh, I always try to kind of like kill a few birds with one stone when I'm out there, you know, yeah. like, uh, I shot a video, new video, new song coming out soon. Nice. And this um, is in LA? 
In L.A. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, just, I did I did a high school tour, like a high school I'm very school interested tour. in that. <laughs> what made you want to do that? Um. Okay. So, the idea actually came from my mom. Okay. Because my mom shout was Shout out a, to moms for having good ideas. Shout out to Angelica Sr. <laughs> but she, um, she actually was also a singer. And she was a pop singer in the 90s. And when she broke out she had like a charted hit on billboard and stuff mm. and, but it was like a remake of angel baby okay but her whole thing that's like started her off when she was gigging and stuff was she did tours of high schools oh see i like that and she was like you totally need to do this oh my god and and i guess like one of her friends she lives in la um now she moved back um but one of her friends worked for the el Monte school district and El Monte's where I grew up in LA. It's like 15 minutes east of downtown. Okay. And so, because of the the friend that she had, like we were able to set up one show. And then once you have one show, you could go to the other school and be like, "Hey, we're doing a thing." And yeah, we, we killed it at the other school. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's like, uh, so it just kind of became a big tour, and I was like, "Oh, all right, cool." Yeah. Like, um. But it's funny, dude. It's so funny playing for kids. How many high schools <laughs> did you hit? <laughs> I think it was around six or oh seven. My God. That's more than I thought you were gonna say. Yeah, no, it was a lot, <laughs> and it was it was so hilarious. Yes, it was like it was really humbling. Yeah. So yeah, it's just like how. So how was this presented? They're just like, oh, Angelica Garcia will be here to give oh you some gosh. music and to talk about culture or yeah, something. Man, it was just. Did like, you have to be educational like, in some way? Like it was an assembly. Okay. A couple times, like, well, the thing is, it was really different for each school. So okay. some schools, it was like, okay, I'm gonna go into the music class and talk to the music class. Kids. That's what I figured you would do. Um, and then some of them, it was like school assembly, and it was funny. One school, it was like, um, we, we you know, we tried to like set up a, you know, send them a sheet of like, this is what kind of gear she's gonna have. This is what she's gonna need to plug in, oh. and then like I showed up. It was I know like just to see, you know, yeah, right? You never know. Yeah, and maybe you'll look out and somebody will have something, you know. <laughs> and then but then it showed up, and then they were like, they just the guy just like, I brought out my looper and got all my stuff out, and he's and he just handed me a wireless mic. I was like, here you go. <laughs> And I was like, He's like, you about to give a speech? Oh my god! <laughs> and like the speakers were blown out, and uh -huh. so like, and then of course like, um, everybody there just like knows off and on, like mm -hmm. you know. So I had to go yeah. like go into the soundboard and like hook it up to the yeah, you had the, to do it all in the auditorium, and all these like middle schoolers are watching me. Nice. And I was like, oh my god, just sweating. Oh, I was sweating so hard. And that's the thing is it's like kids read fear, yo. <laughs> like you can't you can't hide. Like, like what is she doing here? Oh, and then I and then of course, you know, the looper is just so temperamental too. It can tell too. I feel like uh, machines can smell fear too. Machines can smell fear. They and try especially to you in front if, of your friends. Like especially in like a PA that hasn't been checked on in a long time. Uh -huh. And mm -hmm. then like it started like it just was coming out like really crunchy sounding. Mm -hmm. And then this one kid's like, my ears hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. And, but it's funny. It's, it's kind of like, um, you know how there's like that improv rules. Like you can't say no. You yeah, had to be like, like oh, oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. Moving on. <laughs> you know, <laughs> my ears hurt too. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to get, we're going to work. We're going to get through this together, everybody. I know. And I was like, all the kids like, 
some of the things that I went to were like eight in the morning, like mm, first mm. thing, and just ready to have fun. And eight in, the eight kids just don't even look like they're awake yet, uh-huh. and uh, and uh, and y- you know you have to decide in the moment when you're looking at all of them, like okay, what's my approach here? Like, am uh-huh. I am I gonna be like, hello class, welcome, or am I gonna be like, <laughs> yo, I know y'all are tired. You gonna try to be cool? Yeah, and that's a bit. I don't know, but hey, I'm cool. Oh my god! You walk up and be like, "Hey, I'm cool." Oh, <laughs> it like, so "What? Hard. No, you're not. Isn't that cool? I know. I had like, are a, you on YouTube or not? It, it that that was like one of the first questions I got was like, I had. Are you a YouTuber? <laughs> no. How many she followers like, do you have? She was like, uh, "Are you famous or what?" <laughs> I was like, "Damn." I was like, no. I, I, I aspire. I aspire. I'm on my. I'm on my I, way. Like, what do you even say to that? And no, I was you like, say no. no. But you could help me. Jeez, like, I don't know. Why you say it like that? I don't know. Like, I was like, are you? I don't know. <laughs> Get really defensive. To me. <laughs> <laughs> are you famous? Huh? No. I'm probably more famous than you are. No. You probably don't have a record coming out at all. <laughs> you going from high school to high no, school? <laughs> it was. It was also. I mean, all that and like all the all the. It, all the stress aside, mm-hmm. it was like also just really cool. Of course, and because then, they were probably so excited after you started playing. They were like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, well, it's it's funny because it's like, um, kids are just so blunt, and whereas uh. like an adult would probably go like, "Oh, great job!" They'd be like, "What's that? What are you doing? What are you doing? Uh-huh. What is this?" And and it was awesome, uh-huh. and and it also it also kind of made me go, "What am I doing? What am I doing like, here?" Yeah, I need to be able to talk about this. And, right. And um, because that's not really a trick question. It's just like a question you don't you would never expect an adult to say to you. Yeah. Like, hey, and what are you, hey, what are you doing up there? You know what? They're right. Yeah. What like, am I? Why doing? is it so loud? Yeah. Why is it loud? <laughs> why is this important? You're right. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you. He's like, you oh, know? you know what? It is early. My bad. Yeah. I couldn't right. affect that part. But it was it was really sweet. And then uh, you know, I mean. Kind of like anything, like any show or whatever. Like some people aren't gonna get it, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But, but then the ones that it really like that they really cared, it it was super sweet mm-hmm. and and it was special. Did sure. uh, did you uh, play some of the newer stuff? Were you kind of just getting yeah. yourself ready to like really get that going? Yeah, I was. I was playing yeah. a lot of the stuff off the new record. Actually, entirely the okay. new stuff off the new record. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Are you playing guitar? Um. On the record or just uh, when I play your, live? In your solo set. I play guitar some. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's weird. Like, I've I've been trying to balance, like, using the sampler, using the looper, and then mm-hmm. using guitar. I try to do a beat pad thing, too, but I was like, I'm not an octopus. That's a little bit much, yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of the least important part. If you're there by yourself, people don't really expect a whole bunch of sound to be coming out. Yeah, you I know. just get. I guess I get a little ambitious and like I want to recreate as much as I can. Mm-hmm. But it's. But then I've heard a couple of times like, look, nobody's expecting you to pull out a damn drum kit and like, no. you know. <laughs> no, they don't. Yeah, it's like you know? they're they're like worried. They're usually like, oh, why is why is she trying to do so much stuff? <sighs> you know, we just want to hear her voice. I don't know. You know. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the other thing too is like I do have to be careful because um, once you start doing a bunch of stuff, it's easy for me to like forget like oh yeah i'm a singer and i better fucking sing this right yeah you're the sing- you're the sing you're the singer yeah i got to i got to do a good job and it's like um but, but you're like but my loop pedal yeah you're like worried about the feedback and the loop <laughs> and then you're worried about the sampler and the 
gate or the, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Then you're not paying attention to how you're singing. And then Gear. it's like, no, no. Mm-hmm. Gear talk. Machines definitely will humble you also. It's yes. just like, oh, it looks like I don't know what I'm doing at all. This thing is not doing anything it's supposed to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop it. I guess I'll unplug it or, yeah. <laughs> or whatever yeah. it is. Or just make a new song. Yeah, just start Why over. <laughs> so that's cool. Um, So you, uh, you have uh, any other touring stuff coming up uh, in the next 2020 to go along with uh, the release of the record? Um. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All over the place? I'm going to London. Nice. And then I think they also just added some other, like, Europe dates, cool. too. So I'm supposed to go to Dublin. I'm supposed to go to Barcelona. Nice. I'm supposed to go, I think, to Brighton. Mm-hmm. Is he going to um, do these solo? You haven't figured out what you want to do yet? I don't really like it. Makes sense. Yeah. Got to figure it out. See what it's going to look like. I think it'd either be me by myself or one other person. Right. I don't think we could do the whole band thing right now. No. Th- on your first go round? No. Yeah, it's just really expensive. It's expensive as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's not as like four times as expensive. Yeah. <laughs> and plus all the paperwork and all that. That's like a whole other ball game. Yeah. No. Yeah. Sad. Sad, Sad emoji. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's okay. One day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, of course. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, of course, it will yeah, be. I heard it you gotta will, like it will rent clearly. stuff too. You gotta rent a bunch of your gear and stuff. Sometimes it just depends on like what you're doing and like where you're going. Some place, lots and lots and lots of places in Europe have backline all together. You know, like you, we were traveling with the brass band. and We were just traveling with our stuff. We didn't have to carry our bass amp or, you know, a drum set or anything like that. Just lands out because they all have that. You know yeah. what I mean? So, but some places. If you don't want to rely on it, you know, is the problem. Sure. You might show up and be like trash ass drum set and you just SOL. You know, it's just like, oh no, you know, <laughs> or just like some trash ass amp. Yeah. Be some stupid shit. So um I have a, another question for you. Sure. Uh you were stenciling things on with spray paint. Can you tell me about Ooh. that? Yeah. Okay. So uh started this thing called uh, Wear Your Roots, and uh, I guess it's like a hashtag and everything, too. Hashtag Wear Your Roots? Hashtag Wear Your Roots. Like W-E-A-R? I'm just wear, wear your? like wearing it. Okay. Yeah, Wear Your Roots. And uh, I know I'm probably just like, the reason you probably didn't see it more is because I'm just not a very good hashtagger. But, um, but it came um, from my song Hikama. And uh, Hikama is talking about like a, a like a dichotomy, like a, a like growing up in two cultures and uh, being a having one foot in each world. Speak on that. Yeah, and uh, so a lot of this record is uh, I realized that uh, part of the reason why I leaned in so much to like my Latinidad and my. Um, like the Latinx side of my identity was because I felt like it was it was something that's probably what I missed the most of growing up and living in LA is uh always being surrounded by the food the Spanish the the even like things like uh you know restaurants places like businesses everything just uh and coming here and then uh I I felt like um at least, like, when I would play shows around <coughs> that uh, I felt kind of lonely and isolated. 
mm-hmm. about that, like not like, being able like to. Like homesick in a way? Yeah, like kind of homesick, but also just like. Where are my people at? Yeah, Where exactly. At? Where are my people at? Yeah. And like, and also like, what does that mean? And what does that look like? And can that, like, is that weird? And like, am I, you know, what, what do I do? Do I blend in or do I, you know, do I not, you know, anyway. Code so, switching. Code switching, exactly. And uh, so Hikama is talking about like, uh, the, uh, the lyrics are saying like, I've been wearing my roots and flying this flag. Mm. Um, Dichotomous, the Guadalupe, Angelino breed. So it's like, I'm from Los Angeles, but all of my blood is Latina. Like mm. I'm, I'm uh, my dad's from Mexico and my grandparents are Mexican and Salvadoran. And I, so like, it, it's really weird. Like, but I've also been in Virginia for almost 10 years now. Right. And so. So they're, they're both part of your life. Yeah, exactly. They're both home. And yeah. so I feel like with this album, a lot of it was um, almost like piecing together memories of my childhood. And but also like uh, trying to connect back with like uh, my grandparents and mm. their lineage and their mm-hmm. background and also redefining what it means to be Latina. And like, how do I how do I um, how do I. Uh, I don't know. How do I delve into my Latinidad? Like, what does that look like on me? How do you take a hold of it? Yeah. How do you manifest that? Right. Like, I know what it looks like on my mom. I know what it looks like on my grandparents. What does it look like when I wear it? Mm-hmm. And like, um, when wielded. Yeah, sword. and it's and like wearing it is like an interesting thing too, because it's like it it is me, but it is you. It's I, it's I so weird, you know. I understand that you know deeply, you know, because I go on tour all the time in tell people that i'm from virginia and they're just like oh that's where a bunch of races are from or whatever you know like well yeah there's some races out there too but you know black culture is a part of all of the south in general and it has its own history that isn't just defined by the horrors you know what i mean it's stuff that you have to explain like you know church is one way with some cultures and church is this way in in this culture you know you know i'm not you know deeply i'm not super deeply religious but it is a part of me forever in a way that i cannot get rid of because it just is, you right. know, like my parents have passed down that tradition to me yeah. e- even without me doing anything. Sure. You know, it's already there. Sure. And then being a part of the music scene definitely uh, opens up to interesting things like that. You know, I did a lot of uh, touring in the indie rock scene and like you never see any black people anywhere. You see like, or Latina people, you know, it's just like, where is yeah. everybody? It was like me. <laughs> right and then, then right hey, you. And then i do the stuff and they go like oh he must be that one black guy from the thing you yeah. know and that's uh, so i'm branded that even though it's just like oh i just went there because that's where they wanted me to be you know and then go yeah. like should and then you end up in those situations go like do i fit in or do i be myself yeah you don't that, that's fit. the thing is like yeah. in la i didn't have to think about that right i just show up to the club and everybody would be there yeah like everybody from everywhere would be there yeah you know? i'm like and then uh I just, um, I mean, like, Richmond's awesome, but I, I feel like I definitely had some nights where I was like, eh? I, I think that's everywhere. You know, I don't like, know if it ever goes away unless you act- absolutely isolate yourself in, you know, sure. purposely. But I, I guess, like, um, that's when it kind of hit me that it's like, if I need, if I want to connect to my roots, it's like, it's an active thing now. Mm. I have to actively choose to to be a part of it and to, like, to connect with my community and to create the art and to honor it in this way. And it's uh, like, it's not, 
anymore like how it used to be in LA where I would just sit there and it was all around me all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I have to you I have, have to, to gen- activate generate it. some culture now. Yeah. Right? So As opposed to just soaking it in from the old the elders and the like you will be an elder soon enough. Oh my god. You know? <laughs> you'll, be, you're, you're very, you'll be elderly soon enough. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Withering away. Yeah. Brittle bones. But I don't know. I'm I'm super excited. Hell yeah. I'm excited for you. It's very special. This is like a really special record to me. Like I, I thought the entire time I was honestly thinking of my, my siblings, mm-hmm. in particular my sisters. Uh-huh. And um, like what do I want them to hear? Like what do they need to hear? Mm. What do they like? Because I hear the kind of music that they put on the radio all the time. And like and my my sister Valeria, she's the 17-year-old. Year she is so brutal. And she's just like... I can't dance to this. Period. I cannot. Period. That's it. Like, not going to listen to it. Can't dance to it. <laughs> and I was like, damn. Oh, you know, wow, okay. like, I played her Karma the Knife, and she's like, yeah, she I go, like she this part. She, she, she heard all my demos first, and um, and I, like, played her the first draft, and she was like, yeah, I need to dance to it more. And I was like, damn. She's like your A and R. She's like she she's, was. She's like but she's like helping produce the record a little bit, <laughs> right? She <laughs> even the video. Like she saw the first draft of the video and was like, "I don't get this." And I was like, ah. "Oh, is she the one that's in the video that in Which that one? in uh in the Hickama video?" Yes. Ah, yes. shout outs. What up? I, I know who you were talking about. What's up? Yes, that's so funny. You're famous now. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, but um yeah, I guess I just like I was I was thinking about them and like how the goal would be like okay, they would be able to put my music on a playlist with the other things they listen to and it's also something that uplifts them in the process or tells mm. part of their story. Mm-hmm. You know? You feel some responsibility to give them some veg- vegetables. Yeah, I guess it's like a I vegetable, but way. I want it to yeah. be like a like a cool vegetable. This is cool. These Brussels sprouts got honey on them. Yeah. It's like a little <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I feel the same way. I'm just like, like, why is how come when you're music, you're are a musician, you feel so alien to what everyone is listening to and how it became what they like or not. So like, my goal too is just like, I want this record to be on the regular damn radio. Like, what is the what does yeah. that mean? You know what I mean? And like, why does it feel why does it feel norm unnormal somehow? Yeah. But that's yeah. I've been thinking about that exact thing like recently well it's just like it's such a unique and uh like sacred opportunity Mm. that people get to hear your music and and then like imagine like uh like they're they're repeating what you're saying yeah they're singing along the things that you're saying and to me i i feel like that's that's a really sacred bond yeah and so i just kept thinking like what what do i want them to repeat yeah, it's you like should, I, I should use I should get some sort of message across. What do I want people to know? Yeah, yeah. and I mean like not trying to be all Bono here, but you know, not, yeah. just like personally. Yeah, I I think about it. Yeah, you know? I'm a human too. I write about whatever the hell I want, but yeah, I I thought about it a lot. This I time. like that. I can tell, I can tell that that's a big part of what's going on there because it's so dense and it's so you it's so you. Like it's very personal, and it feels like a unique perspective, and it's presented in a unique way. And I think being in this city kind of helps it m- helped you make it be presented in a unique way. So it doesn't sound like some city like 
put their hands in it. Like I felt like the first one felt a little like felt a little country like because of how it, mm-hmm. the vibed off of it, you know, and like. You know, if you were, had done the whole record in L.A., it would have had a little L.A. whatever on it. If you had done the whole record right. in New York, it would have had more of the neos, so blah, blah, blah. But right. some being in Richmond, you you can kind of find musicians that know how to do stuff, you know, well, and people that you like, you know. Right, and that's the biggest difference, too, them. is it's like I picked everybody that played on this. Yeah. You know, like. Shout outs. Shout outs. But, like, this is the Microwaves fam. This mm-hmm. is the Prime Rama fam, you know. Even a restaurant fam is in here too. I like know. eight and a half, Shovik from eight and a half is in here. Fire. You know, and that's so special. And um I like, you know, the the making my first record, it was like, um, showed up this world class studio, mm-hmm. big producer. And it sounds really great, but it, it was it like it sounds very professional. Yeah, exactly. And um but it was like um Everybody that he called in were people that he worked with and like knew, and because I didn't know anybody in Nashville, mm-hmm. right? You know, so like, right. so it's very special to me that I got to pick everybody this time. Yeah, and and got them drums in it, get them drums in it, them Latino drums. Oh yeah, you know, <laughs> and all that stuff. Yeah, Coco's in here. Get that funk in there. Coco's in here. Eddie put sauce all over this. Got you. Yeah, it's cool. Hell yeah! So what's what's the goal? What's the goal you want? You got right now. What's what's something you want to do? You're just like enjoying the ride right now and see where it goes, and like uh, go from there. Or you got some more projects that are on your heart, right? That you're gonna probably get to working on. Cause you told me now I know that you've got two finished things. Yeah. You seem like a busybody like me. How much longer before you start? Or are you already working on whatever the next thing is? Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely still writing. Mm-hmm. So um, hey. Um, yeah, and it seems like Russell and I are working on new songs, too, so who knows? Um, um, I've been, like, doing art, too, just Oh, yeah, like talk, a nice let's talk thing. about that. You did all the art on the record. Uh, yeah. You're, you let me see a sneak peek of the the cover. It's really beautiful collage that has all kinds of images on it. Thank and you. And p- pictures <laughs> and Polaroids and, and things. Tell me about this. Yeah, so this um, this is actually the wall of my bedroom, oh, nice. and uh, it started off as like uh, just a few pictures, and I noticed that as the album was progressing, the collage just got bigger and bigger, mm. and I'm I'm a super visual person. Like I love textures, I love colors and um, mixed media, and mixing old things and new things, mm. and um, so the collage just kind of seemed perfect because when you think about it, like the way that this album was made was almost like a giant collage. Uh, you that's know? really, really cool. Yeah. And so it's like some of these songs were tracked in Eddie's shed. Some, mm-hmm. uh, karma was tracked in Ma- Montrose, uh, uh, Cocina. I went to La Cocina. Yeah. Uh, James tracked some of these songs too. Moonwalker. So it was like done in all these different spaces. And over time, because I actually started working on this album before I was signed to Space Bomb, mm-hmm. and uh, they kind of, uh, I officially signed towards the end of making it. Mm-hmm. So it was really like they helped me tie some loose ends together, helped me get it mixed and mastered and mm-hmm. everything. But, you know, up until then, it was like, Oh, you I'll come it. after my restaurant shift and then I'll come record at James's house until midnight and then I got to go 
because I got to work brunch in the morning. Yeah. And then <laughs> That's real talk. Talk that shit. That's yeah. real musician talk. Yeah, but it was awesome. And so, like, a lot of the artwork is uh, fragments of, like, there are some childhood photos. There are also, like, photos. I, I love taking pictures. And so, like, there's, like, some carne asada tacos on there. Like, my grandparents' passport photos or passport photos. Um, like, some saints. There's a... Uh, picture flowers from my grandma's garden it's, colorful. it's got some pinks a lot of pinks in it yeah i love pink i've been leaning into pink lately i'm i'm actually like Bla it's black and white base with lots of pinks a lot of pinks but i'm been trying to like also it, it's interesting it feels like this is a very specific version of myself that made this it's like almost like my disco femme uh. <laughs> spooky disco femme <laughs> self yeah made this and uh, so it was cool getting to be her for a while. Yeah. And like, I, she is me and I am her and I'm I, like, we're very connected, but it's like, it's cool to have it documented. Right. Because I don't know what the next version the time is going to be. Yeah. You know? Who knows? You might end up with a cowboy hat on being all mature. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> being all mature on the next record. I don't know. Well, Angelica's really matured. That means, that usually means you got a cowboy hat on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> more, more strings. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Hell yeah. So that's really dope. Um... I can't wait to see what other shows you got going on. I will see you soon and all the Piranha stuff and the microwave yes. stuff. Yes. Um, go see Angelica do a show. She's very, very good. She lights up the room. And I think as a person, you bring a lot of light and, like, positivity to, like, a room and to, like, a situation and, ah, like, some fun, you know, a breath of fresh air to a, to a stage in general. And, like, having a unique voice that makes really great music also – uh, shine as being a role player it really says a lot about you as a musician and that's really dope so angelica garcia thanks for being on the pace cast yeah thank you reggie appreciate it boom oh hey do you want to do the do you want to do the dates or did you want to no you just give them to me i'll put them into the, at the beginning as a as a little intro cool boom thank that's you it. <laughs> Watch this more often. <laughs> 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 Empty your mind. Empty my mind. See, you could open a spa right here in your living room. That's it.
it. That's, that's it. That's the only song. That's it. <laughs> cool. We are here. <gasps> I'm gonna introduce the show. Cool. We'll just talk about it. You good? Mm-hmm. 